This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time, and their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. I know this won't make me popular with a lot of people, but I don't care very much about UFOs. I can't even understand why I should care about them. And here's another question. Why should they care about us? I'm sure that they're a lot more advanced than Earth people, or at least they should be, so their science might be interesting. But are they funny? Do they care about sports? Do they watch NFL football or baseball or hockey? If they don't like sports, then I don't think I want them to land here and talk to me. They can still fly around and look at the Earth, but please don't land and try to be friends. And I wonder, are their TV sitcoms as bad as ours? Do they like kale? Does anyone like kale? What would you talk about with someone who's able to fly a spaceship? Could they explain white privilege? I can't find anyone here on Earth who actually knows what it is and can give me an example of it, but maybe people from another planet can, but I doubt it. There are a lot of theories about space aliens. There's this instructor at Oxford University who believes that space aliens are secretly breeding with humans. They're breeding with humans to create a hybrid race of people who can stand the effects of climate change. Oh, sure. They're having sex with humans because they want to help us. It isn't because they just like having sex. No, not at all. No, it's all for science, to help save the species. Apparently, they can lie just like liberals. They aren't being forced to have sex either like that poor woman from China, Fang Fang. You know, the spy who had sex with that congressman from California, Eric Swalwell. When her Chinese spymaster told her she had to have sex with him, she probably got very upset and tried to say no. She probably said that she loved her country and would do anything to help China dominate the world. But having sex with Eric Swalwell? You have to be kidding. And I'm pretty sure that space aliens have a firm policy that they can never have sex with an Earth politician because if they did, it might set them back genetically several million years. They'd forget the most basic things like how to travel in space or how to solve math problems, and they might just start wasting trillions of space dollars on worthless projects like trying to find a liberal anywhere in the universe with any common sense. I find it hard to believe that there are even any liberals in space. Space aliens who are liberals are probably pretty rare. It doesn't make any sense. If they were liberals, they never would have evolved to the point where they could master space travel or anything else either. If they're liberals, they would have eliminated all testing in their schools millions of years ago, so their education system would be completely ruined by now. And they would have made equity their priority too, so that the outcomes for all space aliens would be exactly the same because they want everything to be fair. And they would have eliminated all fossil fuels too. And if they did all of those things, they'd probably all be living in huts by now, scrounging for food. 
not traveling through space to have sex with us. Eventually, when we finally master space travel, we'll find some of them when we land on one of their planets, and then they'll probably demand that we share our food and fuel with them and anything else of value because it isn't fair that we have more things than them. And like most liberals, they'll whine and tell us that we don't deserve what we have. And then we'll wish that we had never landed on their damn planet. A lot of people believe that space aliens are already here, but that we can't see them because they're invisible or because they live in a dimension that we can't see. We can sense these beings, but we can't really see them. Some people believe they look like reptiles or creatures with multiple eyes, and they have unusual shapes and skins because they come from planets with different atmospheres than Earth. And they're able to take the shape of our bodies and trick us into believing that they're just like us. It would be just like when Joe Biden tricked a lot of gullible fools into believing that he was a moderate. And of course, a lot of people have accused the government of covering up the fact that UFOs exist and that the government has the evidence. Area 51, that's the place out in the desert in Nevada. And some people claim that there's an alien spacecraft there, one that crash-landed, and the government has the wreckage. And we have bodies of dead aliens, too. And the government is hiding everything. People try to get near Area 51 all the time, but nobody ever gets very close. Now, just think if you could get into Area 51, and there is a spaceship, and dead aliens, too. And if you could take a selfie, think how much money... You could get for the book rights, too, and you could be on Oprah in 60 Minutes, and there'd be a movie about how you broke into Area 51 and lived to talk about it. I don't know, though. I think if they really have those things in Area 51, we'd know about it. At the very least, Bill Clinton would have tried to have sex with a lot of women by telling them he had proof of space aliens. And one of those women would probably have written a book by now all about it. So I don't know about this Area 51 thing. And the Washington Post had an article recently, and the headline read, How UFO Sightings Went From Joke to National Security Worry in Washington. So this is now a national security worry? Well, I'm not worried at all. Why should I worry about something that I can't do anything about? Now, this is one problem that Democrats can't say that socialism will cure. If we adopt socialism, climate change will stop completely, and racism too. But socialism can't do anything about space aliens. Look, at the rate our current spaceships fly, it would take over 70,000 years to reach any planets that might be like Earth. And scientists claim that traveling at the speed of light is impossible. And if that's true, then you can forget about warp speed. If space aliens are routinely visiting Earth, they must be able to travel very fast. Reaching that closest planet that could be like Earth would take a little over four years if you could travel at the speed of light. So, if space aliens have figured out how to do it, or if they can travel even faster, then how advanced is their science? It must be so far advanced that nothing we could ever do would stop them from destroying the Earth if they wanted to. So, worrying about something like that is stupid, unless you work for the Washington Post or the government. Personally, 
I like the zoo hypothesis. That's where it's thought that Earth is located in a part of the universe that was one of the last places to be developed. That means that parts of the universe were formed maybe billions of years before our solar system. And that means that life forms living there could be millions or even billions of years more advanced than the people of Earth. They are so far advanced that they have rules that say they're not allowed to communicate with us. I try not to think about it much at all. It's out of my control. But the zoo hypothesis is interesting. If they can watch us and we can't see them, what do they say? Do they make fun of us? Hey, look at the way he eats. Isn't that disgusting? And those clothes. No taste at all. And look, he's having sex. It's so funny. And she's laughing too. But it's just as likely that some space aliens will come along like the ones in that old Twilight Zone episode that I like so much. The one called To Serve Man. That's where these giant people come to Earth and they're called Kenemits and they say they're here to help and they stop all the wars and eliminate hunger and they cure diseases too. People are impressed and they're happy and pretty soon people are visiting their planet. The government has this book. It's been written by the aliens and the title is To Serve Man. And they have this guy, Michael Chambers. He's a cryptologist and he's trying to decipher what the book says. And just as he's getting on board one of the spaceships to go to their planet, his assistant, Patty, comes running up and she's yelling at him not to go. Don't get on that ship, Mr. Chambers, to serve man. It's a cookbook. The Canemets still force him to get on the ship. And then we see him in this little room on that ship and he looks into the camera and he says, How about you? You still on Earth? or on the ship with me. Doesn't really make any difference, because sooner or later, we'll all of us be on the menu. All of us. If you think about it, that's just as likely as anything when it comes to thinking about space aliens. We could all be on that menu. So don't think about it. The last thing I want to hear as I get on board some spaceship are the words, it's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. Well, maybe it could be worse, like, if someone came running up yelling, They're liberals, Mr. Chambers. They're liberals. Now that would be worse.